All right, let's do this. We're going live in five, four, three. Oh my, just so many business podcasts out there. How can I possibly know where to begin? Here at Intrepid Business, we are about stripping away all of the usual boring fluff and instead focus on showcasing real people doing real business, achieving amazing things. The ones truly changing the world, the instigators making a dent, the people changing how we do sales and marketing, leading innovation, the people redefining leadership. But who are these people? Why do they do what they do? How do they do what they do? Find out on Intrepid Business. And now, here are your hosts. Good morning, and welcome back to Intrepid Business. I am your host, Todd Schneck. Uh, Today's conversation promises to be very, very interesting. I was so excited uh, when this opportunity presented itself across my desk uh, uh, in doing a little research on uh, the gentleman joining me today. Uh, Interesting story with an interesting background, a lot of ups and downs, pretty much like the lives of all of us listening to this. And the new book coming out later this year uh, promises to be a really intriguing read. I'm very much looking forward to this conversation, delivering a message that all of us could benefit from. So let's say hello to my guest. His name is George A. Santino. He's the author of the upcoming book called Get Back Up from the Streets to Microsoft Suites. George, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here, Todd. Uh, I'm thrilled to have you. I appreciate you making time. A uh, big book launch coming, so I'm grateful for you stopping by. George, I usually uh, lead off every episode by asking my guest to tell us a little bit about his or her background. I fear doing that here because it might take you 25 minutes. You have a really intriguing story, <laughs> and uh, it's frankly, it's embedded into the whole message of what you're talking about here with this new book. But uh, I will ask you to take a few quick secs. Tell us a bit about you and your background. Well, as, as you said, it could it could take a while. In fact, I, I wrote a book <laughs> to tell <laughs> tell people about my background, but it's it's a very strange background with a lot of twists and turns. Growing up poor in the projects of South Philadelphia, and ultimately ending with a uh, long career at Microsoft that uh, was very successful. Yeah, well, and, and to your point, you know, the whole book is about your life story and, and the lessons learned from that. You know, I, George, uh, don't be wigged out by this question because I always ask some variation of this question to most of the authors that I interview because a lot of them are writing on a subject matter that there's a lot of content out there on those. You know, if they're writing a sales book or a marketing book or a leadership development book, there's thousands of, of, of volumes out there on those subjects. And, and frankly, let's be honest. There's a lot of content out there about how to get back up from from ups and downs in life. Uh, why did the world need George A. Santino's version of this story? Well, my motivation for writing the book truly was to try to get the message out there and help people. But the reason I ended up writing is that I have I have four kids, and we would take road trips from time to time. And my kids would say, hey, Dad, tell us a story to break up the monotony of the trip. And I would tell stories about when I was a kid in the projects, or I'd tell stories about the things that have occurred in my life. And it was actually my daughter who said, you ought to consider writing a book because these stories are, are very motivational and I think they could help people. And so I thought about it and, and really wasn't a big fan of 
telling everybody in the world, all these strangers who I was and, and yeah. my personal story. But I, I thought she was right. And as I started to talk to other people about it, they agreed that uh, these stories could be helpful. I did some research. I got out there on Amazon and looked at other books. And you're right. There are a lot of motivational, inspirational books. There's a lot of rags to riches books. And I wanted to find out, was this story already told? And it, it has been told by others dealing with their lives. But I think there is a quite a bit of uniqueness in, in what occurred in my life and how things how things played out. And in the end, I thought I, I just felt compelled to get it written down and put it out there. And I hope people agree that it was a worthwhile endeavor. Well, I have no doubt that it that it is. And and I always told my uh, all my marketing clients, uh, uh, no one no one knows your story. No one knows your perspective on these things. You know, and, and when I launched a marketing blog a million years ago, people said, well, gosh, does the world need another marketing blog? And I would say, well, no one no one has experience with the marketing that I do, and no one knows my point of view on these things, and so it's worthwhile. So, uh, yeah, so the tagline of the book, From the Streets to Microsoft Suites. So uh, uh, shed a little light on what that means for the audience. Well, it, it has to do with, you know, as I grew up and tried many, many different things, to make my life a success, that path ultimately led me to applying for a job at Microsoft, a job that I didn't get. I sent them my resume and they turned me down. I don't have a college degree. I had no formal training in, in computers. I taught myself about computers as they came out when I was entering the business world. After they turned me down, I from my sales days, I knew that a no is just a request for more information. So <laughs> I called and asked them why they turned me down and was actually surprised when they said the reason was because I didn't have a college degree, especially since Bill Gates doesn't have a college degree. Right, uh, right. So I was over, able to overcome those objections. And after being turned down four times, I finally got them to hire me in, a, in an entry-level position, not making very much money and certainly not the glamorous computer science career I wanted. But when I looked over my 20 years at Microsoft, how I started at the very bottom, the things I had to do to move up in the organization and ultimately retire 20 years as a partner, that 20 years was almost an entire replay of my life that came before and the things that I had to do and tried to do to, to get ahead and provide for myself and my and my family. So that was the and that's where the success finally came. And so from the streets to Microsoft Suites was about that period of time at Microsoft. The, the word suites having to do more with all, the office suite than those offices being really great. <laughs> but uh, that's what that was, that was about. But the Microsoft career really was a microcosm of my entire life. Well, you just described your life earlier in the conversation as strange with mm -hmm. a lot of twists and turns. And, and, and the point I want to make is that everyone listening to this can probably describe their life that way. It, it, now, a lot of us uh, probably didn't grow up in the projects. I mean, that, that had to afford you some interesting experience and background and mindset that perhaps set the table for your later success. But there's obviously, George, a lot of people who grew up as you did that didn't make it. What, what was the difference? I think there's, there's a couple of reasons why. One is 
it's easy to give up. It's easy to say my back hurts. It's easy to say I don't have the same education. I don't have the same opportunities, especially these days when you have so many politicians running around telling us that we're victims and that it isn't fair and that the deck is stacked against you. It's very easy to say, you know, they're right. It isn't fair. I can't, I can't do it. I need their help. But frankly, that's bull. You know, only you can allow yourself to be a victim. Only you can say the deck is stacked against me. And that's not to say things aren't hard, things aren't difficult. But if you truly want the good things in life, if you truly want to be able to provide for yourself and your family, no one's going to do it for you. You have to do it for yourself and you cannot give up. If it's worth going after, you got to be willing to do the work and you got to stop listening to people who tell you that you can't do it and that you're a victim. Well, a guy from the projects moved up the ladder at Microsoft. I mean, that that tells you right there that it can be done. And and I yeah, I love what you just said about about how politicians say the deck the deck is stacked against you and and you need my help to get there. I mean, that's that is well, it explains a a couple of significant political phenomenons right now that's going on uh, as we record this, but uh, but it's a very real scenario that I, I that sadly so many people say you're right. I am that victim. I, the deck is stacked against me. The the and, and they just say guide me where I need to go, and and hopefully I'll be you know I'll be content to be average. That that's not the choice you made, uh, and but it's a it was a courageous choice, and it wasn't easy. What was different about George A. Santino that said, all right, because eh. it's easy if you just sit there on this radio show, George, and say, here's what you do. You get back up and you fight and you work hard and, and you, that's, that's hard to do. There's a lot of people who struggle with that. Any, any counsel you can provide to say, here's how you light a fire under your fanny and get moving. Well, I think that, you know, talking about the politicians again for just a second, what's amazing to me is that the people who are out there espousing this, this, this stuff about you being a victim are are probably the best proof that the system actually does work, yeah. that you can go out and make more of your life and, and get ahead. But ultimately, you have to decide whether or not it's worth it. When I worked at Microsoft, I had employees who worked for me, and I said, hey, it's all about results. Your performance review, your bonuses, your stock options, your raises, your promotions are all about getting results. Very, very competitive place. And there were people who would put in nights, put in weekends, and really get tremendous results and get great rewards. There were others who would say, look, my weekends are my own. My nights are my own. I'm not going to put in that effort. And that's a trade-off that you have to decide whether or not it's worth it. And if you decide it's not worth it to put in those extra efforts, the, the extra effort, then you're not going to get the same bonuses and raises and promotions as the people who are willing to do it, especially when it equates to results. So you have to decide, is it worth it? Because it isn't easy. It is a tremendous amount of work. If you want to be a successful athlete, you better work hard. You better get up in the morning. You better run. You better lift weights. You better do whatever it takes. Only you can decide if it's worth it. If you want to move up in your career, you're going to have to find out what your company values you're going to have to start to produce, work hard, get results, and move up that organization. Once again, only you can decide if it's if it's worth it. 
I grew up in the projects of South Philadelphia. We were extremely poor. We were eating surplus food, government cheese, powdered milk, powdered eggs. Half the stuff we ate was powdered. I mean, the, the, hmm. the first time I ever saw liquid milk in a grocery store, I thought it was for people who were too lazy to mix their own milk. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought that's the way it came. But as I, you know, as we moved to Florida and I saw the way other people lived, I just decided I didn't want to be poor. I didn't want to be dependent on, on the government or other people for what I had. I wanted to go out there and make things happen for myself. And as I started to do that and have some success, I realized that it was doable. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. All right. George A. Santino and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. Golden Source Consultants is a different kind of management consulting firm. Like their logo, The Lion, the firm represents the courage and ability to overcome difficulties. Once and for all, GSC is dedicated to helping clients solve critical challenges, tackling organizational change and business transformation with turnkey solutions and agile project cycles. The lasting value of their work is seen and felt in their clients' ability to sustain improvement and meet business objectives long after the project is complete. Join Golden Source in their fresh approach to problem solving by contacting them at 404-692-5540 or learn more about them online at goldensourceconsultants.com. I am back with George A. Santino, the author of the upcoming book, Get Back Up from the Streets to Microsoft Suite. So, George, I want to examine more this idea of this victim's mentality that so many people have. And, and to parlay off of your comments at the end of the first segment where this idea, is it worth it? A lot of people decide it's not worth it because they're they're in they're OK with this mindset of being a victim because that takes all the burden off of their shoulders. It's killing so many, many people, this idea of being a victim. It, it, it's snuffing out so much opportunity and hope for so many people. What what causes a lot of that is they're trying to overcome obstacles, and, and, and we all have obstacles. And and I want to ask you, because you obviously had a lot of obstacles. You, you, you said in the top half of the show that, oh, my aching back. Oh, well, I don't know the audience realizes that you had a severe back situation that uh, could have really impacted your life, and, and you fought through that. Any advice and counsel that you can share on how people can overcome obstacles? Because they're, they're, you're going to have obstacles. We all have them. Some of us choose to fight through them. Some of us say, eh, it's just my lot in life and, and I'm going to put up with it. How do, you, how do you overcome obstacles? Well, I think that we, we talked earlier about the deck is stacked against you. And that's a good metaphor when you talk about a hand, a card hand a hand of cards that is dealt to you. And sometimes you get a great hand and sometimes you get a crappy hand. And you have to decide whether or not you're going to play the hand or you're going to fold. Well, in a game of cards, you can fold and it will do the next deal. But in life, you only get the, you only get the one deal. You only get this one life. And you have to decide, oh, I was born in the projects of South Philadelphia. My parents only have an eighth grade education. There's seven kids and my two parents, nine people living in this house off of welfare. That's my lot in life. Oh, well, then just, just accept it. Or do you say, what is it that I can do 
to overcome this thing? What can I do to start earning some money? And for me, at a very young age, it was selling tomatoes door to door just to make five cents a bag so that I could buy some candy or go to the movies. And I realized I liked having money. I liked buying candy and going to the movies. And as I grew up and said, I want more out of life, I want to be able to provide for myself and eventually a family, stuff happens. Obstacles get in your way. And you can slam into the very first one and say, that's it, I failed, it's over, and just stop right there. Or you can say, how can I get around this? Like a guided missile, I got to go over it, around it, through it, under. What's it going to take to continue down that path that I created for my myself? And as I got certain obstacles, I joined the Army because I, I thought I wanted to go to college. I didn't have any money to pay for college. I could join the Army. The GI Bill would pay for college. First day of basic training, I ended up running down the stairs. The drill sergeant closed the door. I went right through the window, spent the next couple of months in the Army hospital, was discharged from the Army with a service-connected disability. Didn't work out. So what do I do? Do I just take say, okay, that's it, I'm disabled? Now I'm, I'm done? Or I find another way to, to get to college and go to school? It, it, you have to decide whether or not that goal is important for you and what it's going to take. And sometimes it's as simple as just applying for a job and hearing a no and overcoming that objection. Sometimes it's you rupture the disc in your back, you end up with an operation that leads to a second operation, a third operation, and eventually seven doctors tell you, I'm sorry, you're 100% disabled, you have failed back syndrome, and you're never going to work another day of your life. I can say, okay, I have failed back syndrome, or I can say, no, this sounds more like failed doctor syndrome to me. <laughs> I'm not disabled. I'm going to find a way to continue to, to work. And there were times I had to use a walker. There was times I had to use a cane. There was a while there where I was in a wheelchair for a while. But that's the hand that's dealt. What, what am I supposed to do about it? I remember one doctor told me, with all the operations you had, all the pain you're in, you seem to have a, a, a fairly positive attitude. I'm surprised you're not off in a corner crying about it. And I said, would that help? <laughs> right. That's not going to help. So what's the point of wasting my time and energy on it? Well, George, I'm going to assume for a minute that the book is not a 10-page leaflet that describes the perfect, <laughs> the, the perfect life that you had in the Microsoft Suites. If, if I if I have any sense of who George A. Santino is, is that that on your deathbed, when you're reflecting upon your life, it's not going to be, hey, pat myself on the shoulder. I ended up in Microsoft Suites. It's that I fought the battle and that I, I my biggest victory was that I realized that I could fight that battle and I could take action and I could get back up and I could do things that led somewhere. I have no idea where they were going to lead. But just the mere fact that I was fighting and I was I was trying to make big progress, that's to me. And that's been the biggest realization and lesson as I've lived my life is is um, I expected to arrive at a destination. And I was disappointed when I hadn't arrived. But when I realized that the, the journey towards that destination was what was really most satisfying and most most fulfilling. I mean, am I on the right path there? I mean, is, is that how you look at this? I think the journey the journey is 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 the story. The journey is what you look back and where you find your joy, where you find uh, you know the the positives and negatives. And it's easy to look back. People look back all the time and say I wish this didn't happen, I wish that didn't happen. But depending on where you are today, 
it's that path to where you where that got you here. If it wasn't for the fact that I ended up having to declare corporate and personal bankruptcy at one point in my life in Tampa, Florida, and decided I was going to leave Florida and move to California. If that doesn't happen, if the bankruptcy doesn't happen, I stay in Florida. If it does happen, I move to California, where I ultimately go to work for Microsoft. So each one of those things leads you down that path. Now, your path may be filled with blackberry bushes and all the thorns that come with it, but it, it doesn't matter. That's just part of the story and part of the journey. So you're right. The book is 344 pages. Microsoft's one chunk of that book, but a big piece of it is is leading up to that path of getting that job. And then even the things that came after I left Microsoft. When I left Microsoft, I was I was in a wheelchair and it was my goal then to do whatever it took to get out of that wheelchair to be able to start walking again. And so the last part of the book is about that journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the point I'm making is 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 making the decision to take the life by the horns and, and make something happen is in of itself a wonderful victory and, and very satisfying and fulfilling. The whole idea of the book, Get Back Up, is is that when you when you run into an obstacle and you will, the whole the whole point is to get back up. And and so many people they hit those walls and they just they they succumb to to defeat, and then they sit in the sofa at night and they say, oh, what a miserable life I have. I just why do people like George A. Santino still have to write books like this to say to people, get back up? Because there's a lot of other people saying, stay down. Yeah, Yeah. I mean that's that's the sad part of all this is that when you look around and you hear people say the American dream is dead. What are you talking about? It, it, it dead? There are opportunities all around us. People say, well, opportunity only knocks just once. Well, maybe on that door, go to a different door. Right, right? Right. There are opportunities all around us. And there's anybody. And we, we've heard this from the time we were little kids. You can grow up to be anything you want to be as long as you put in the work. Well, why do we have so many people now telling us, saying, no, you can't because it's it's not it's not fair. It's You can create the life you want, and only you can give up on that and say, I'm done. I had an uncle that hurt his back, ended up having a back operation. One back operation, you know, not a competition. I had three, he had one, but he was in pain all the time. He went on Social Security disability. He never worked another day of his life, and he frankly spent the last 20 years of his life dying. You know, why do that to yourself? Right. You know, that, that, that's a choice. We're all making a choice every single morning when we get up in the morning as to whether or not we're going to accept our lot in life or we're going to, we're going to change it. And a book like this, I think, is necessary because there's people writing the other book. There's people telling the other story, and they're, frank, they're frankly full of it. Yeah, no doubt about that. Hey, uh, George, let's close on this one final discussion topic, another very critical message of yours uh, through not only the book, but also your, 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 your message in your life is this idea of helping others and, and, and mentoring and creating opportunities for others who are, who are seeking uh, and, and desiring of other opportunities. And that, that obviously is magnified by your life, ex- life experience as an underprivileged youth. Talk about why that's so important, how people can actually do that. And frankly, walk us through why doing so is also energy for your own life. Well, I, I think it's extremely important to, to, to give back. I think it's extremely important to help others. I don't buy into, 
you know, I was, I was fortunate. I didn't win a lottery. I worked hard to get what I have. But now that I have it, I think you have to find a way to give back. I talked earlier about the deal that you get, the deck that is that is shuffled and dealt to you and the life that you have. The fact is that we're here on this earth for a very short period of time. We choose how we're going to live it and what we're going to do with that life. I truly believe you have to find a way to make a difference. It has to matter that you were here. The world has to be better. It has to be a different place because you stopped by. Otherwise, why did you bother to stop by? Right. And so it's important to me to, to find ways to help people to tell my story and say, there are ways that you can have more if that's what you that's what you desire. And so mentoring people and talking to them, whether it's helping them with their career, how to make smart business decisions and build a successful career, whether it's helping managers build highly effective teams, or if it's helping people in physical therapy who have a hurt back or a bad knee or whatever life has dealt them in a physical sense, or if it's underprivileged youth who, who've grown up poor and truly believe that it's going to be difficult for them to get out of that and change things. I think it's it's my obligation to try to help and to try to make it make a difference and i i hope that in the end i'm successful in doing so well me thinks you will be just that so uh great very grateful to you for not only making time to be on the show but for writing this book get back up because i think it will have an obvious impact on a lot of people so george uh, before i let you go how can people contact you should they have questions where can they learn about your work and most importantly where can they get their hands on a copy of get back up well, you can very easily go to georgeasantino.com. That's my uh, website. On that website are links to everything else I'm involved in, social networking stuff like Facebook and Twitter and, and LinkedIn, as well as, as well as links to Amazon and, and Barnes and & Noble and other booksellers that are already taking pre-orders for the book right now. It'll, it'll actually be out in, in June. And once it comes out, I hope to get out there on the speaking tour and start talking to people and telling my message to underprivileged youth, corporations, hospitals, Kiwanis clubs, Rotary clubs. Frankly, anybody who will let me talk, I'll be happy to talk. Well, we all need lessons on how to get back up. So George A. Santino, the author of the upcoming book, Get Back Up from the Streets to Microsoft Suites. George, it was a real pleasure to have you. Thanks for making time to join us. Oh, it was, it was fun. Thanks for allowing me on your program, Todd. Uh, Appreciate it. My pleasure, George. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for now. Again, on behalf of my guest, George A. Santino, I am Todd Schnick. We'll see you soon on Intrepid Business. <laughs> <laughs>